and welcome to episode three of the Officials Podcast. Our guest this time is Joe Larkin. Joe, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. All good. Oh, fantastic. Just before we do get on to our, um, our podcast with Joe, I do want to briefly mention the Lloyd Sports 150 Mile Challenge. We've got a group of 14 um, primarily match officials attempting to run 150 miles as a group. And so far, we're doing really, really well. We've had some really good times. And if you're unsure where to find, if you go onto our Facebook page and have a little scroll down, you'll find all the links to our challenge on there. But Joe, obviously, um, you're, you're Birmingham FA, you're level four. You do loads of stuff with the NYRDT and VRA. Uh, so there's loads and loads to talk about, but sort of stripping it back a bit, how did you start out your refereeing journey? What got you into refereeing? Um, I was just at school, mate, um, and, uh, you know, saw a course and thought, well, I'll, I'll do that. Because, you know, when you're 15, there's not a lot of ways to make money, is there? So uh, that, was quite appe- that was quite appealing. So uh, I went and did my mini soccer badge and uh, got on the course. So No, it's good. And obviously, I mean, I, I've seen and I'm sure many people have seen, you know, your, your career has been really, really good. You've gone through the ranks, you know, you're young, uh, you know, you're a level four, you, you know, you've, you, you get a lot of good games. How, how, how has your career been so far for you? How have you found it? Yeah, it's, it's been, you know, it's been enjoyable. It's been a good journey. Um, you know, I've been refereeing in different parts of the country, you know, when I took it to uni and stuff. So, um, you know, loads of good experiences. Yeah. Now, uh, with those experiences, I didn't um, I didn't put it on the thing I've just sent you, but I just thought I'd ask. Um, I know you've done the Iber Cup. How, how was obviously refereeing abroad? What was that like? Yeah, I, mean, I did the Iber Cup when I was really young. So I was, what, 16 at the time. Uh, and then 17, I went again. I went two years in a row. Um, yeah, it was a really good experience, and I'm glad I did. I went when I did because um, I think it exposes you to a good level of football, and um, you know you're going away without your parents or whatever for maybe the first time, and, and you know, yeah, it was really good, really, really good experience. I'd recommend anyone to do it, even if you're not part of a development group or whatever. You know, I went over solo at the time um, with one of my friends who was a referee, and um, yeah, really invaluable experience. No, um, fabulous, and I'm. Um... I'd like to talk now about the um, the National Youth Refereeing Development Team, the NYRDT. Obviously, it's um, it's a youth organisation, of course, for referees. You do loads of brilliant work. Um, would you be okay just to talk about your role and obviously what the NYRDT does, obviously, nationally for young referees? Yeah, of course. So for, for those who don't know, the NYRDT uh, was formerly known as the RAFA Youth Council. Uh, it was formed in, I think, 2012. Uh, I've been involved for, since 2016 now, so five years. So I'm the... Uh, one of the veterans of the group, uh, we rebranded two years ago and that was just to give us more direction and more involvement with the different organisations really and sort of change what we're doing. And um, so, yeah, over the years, I've had some really great experiences with the group. We've run some great development events for young officials, uh, offered loads of advice, uh, secured, you know, a lot of funding for local referee development projects, which has been really rewarding to see them sort of get off the ground, whether it be mentoring or different RA events or local county FA events. So that's been really good. Um, but yeah, at the moment, what we're doing, obviously we've, we've not met as a group for over a year, given the, uh, the circumstances. We've been meeting regularly on Zoom, but um, yeah, we're trying to tighten our partnerships with the FA and the RA and trying to align to, uh, you know, their, what they're sort of trying to achieve as organisations and we're trying to match that really. No, fab. Um, for anyone watching on Facebook, I just realised I forgot to put the photos on. So they're going to they're gonna pop up now. <laughs> Um, and then with the Referee Association, of course, I'm a member of Bromsgrove RA myself. I know loads of referees are part of um, RAs and different referee associations across the country. Um, I've seen, obviously, you've done your podcasts. Obviously, I don't know many people, but I know, I know I've seen, but you've got a TikTok account. Um, how have you found doing the stuff for the RA? What is it like? Does it, you know, well, you can tell me yourself. How, how do you find it? What, what do you do with it? 
Um, yeah, it's something different. It's um, I've been involved for about eighteen months now, and I've you know took on various projects and bits and bobs, and um, yeah, it's really rewarding. I uh, I enjoy it. I like challenging myself, and uh, you know through that I've learned lots of new skills and picked up loads of different things, um, and that's probably been accelerated by the amount of time we've been spending at home. Yeah, since la- since last year, it's given me a lot of free time to to try new things and do different bits and bobs. But um, yeah, it, it gives me the chance, you know, to speak to loads of different people. You know, we did. Uh, a zoom night with like howard webb last year and you know speaking to howard on that and uh you know different high profile officials and stuff so yeah it's been it's been a good experience and um you know for someone my age to be involved in something like that is really rewarding so oh no it's massive it it does go to show as well obviously sort of how you're viewed uh, as a match official that you're in a position whereby you you get you you've been able to do things like that obviously there's a lot of a lot of respect and an awful lot of goodwill out there with, with regards to that. Uh, a quick one as well, if I'm a, a brand new match official and I've just started out and I'm looking to join uh, my local referees association, whether it be obviously Bromsgrove where I'm based or anywhere nationally, what, what can the RA offer young match officials or what can we offer new match officials? I think, I think the RA is, is really vital to those referees in their, in their early days of their refereeing career because, uh, you know, you do the course and that equips you with the basic knowledge of the laws of the game, etc. But, uh, after that, there's so much more you uh, you have to learn, and uh, I often compare it to when you do your driving lessons and then do your test. Um, the re- the real learning starts when you get your own car and you go out on your own for the first time, and that's when you really start to learn. And I think it's the same in refereeing. Uh, and I think the RA is really that that companion for you. There's so many so many hundreds of years of experiences at these local branches in the RA, and um, where if you have a, a tough experience or you know you might not, and it might be going really well, but it's that then people are still there to help you progress and offer you that advice. It's like that support um, group, if, isn't it? I think if you speak to any of the officials that have gone far in the game, they'll, you know, they've got nothing but praise for the RA and what it offers officials. So, no, it is. I, I personally, I, I found it really beneficial. And I'm sure I, I could probably speak for every referee involved in an RA. It has been fantastic. We'll, um, we'll move on to what I did call the quickfire questions, although they seem to take up the majority of it. I don't know if you've seen yourself, Joe, but um, Mikey and Luke, Mikey and Luke, um, for our previous two episodes, did enjoy speaking about their five answers which is completely fine so i'm not going to call them quick five questions i'm just going to ask you five questions um and you take as long as you want or be as quick as you can so firstly obviously i know we did our game at studley and i'm aware that probably is the best game you've ever done but outside of that what what has been your favorite game obviously we've always amazing ones out there it's difficult to choose one but what's been your favorite game so far oh, well that was that was the last game i refereed was the one that we had and that was about six months ago so <laughs> last year i think yeah, it probably I think was. sums it up so um no, I've had some I've had some good experiences. You know, you've got someone on the screen there. Uh, I mean, you know, refereeing at the Rico, which is obviously uh, the team, Coventry City, the team I support. Um, so that you know, that was a great experience for me as a personal, for, as a fan of Coventry. Um, quite early on in my uh, refereeing journey, the photo you've got on there, I was fourth official for the uh, England All Stars versus uh, I think it was Brighton Ladies at the time, which is like an annual game held every year. Which is as a level seven referee. Uh, working with you know like a FIFA official and Sarah Garrett etc you know it was something that I would never expect to get so early on um, so yeah some really great experiences you know some big crowds as well you know some of the games that you run the line on at level four and um, you know football games that if I wasn't a referee I'd never be involved in in this sort of capacity so um, it's, you know it's great to to challenge yourself and continue to challenge yourself I think so no, bit of a politician's bit of a politician's answer there but uh, yeah those are, those are great I, experiences if i pushed you for one one game which one would it be just for one game uh that's a tough no, one it's um, on it, isn't it? 
Tough one. I mean, yeah, personally, I, I, I love the opportunity to referee at the Rico Arena, even though that's not for the game, it's more for the occasion and the experience oh, for me yeah, as, yeah, as, but... a, as a football fan. So, uh, you know, that, that, I've done that twice now. So that was, uh, it, it's great, you know, to get in the changing rooms and have a look around and get on the pitch and stuff. So, yeah, it's probably got to be that from a personal perspective. Yeah. I know what you mean. A lot of refereeing, and I was speaking to a match official at the weekend. Yes, it's what happens on the pitch, but an awful lot of refereeing is everything that happens off the pitch, the people you meet, the places you go, the occasions, the crowds, um, all the amazing people that work at like non-league clubs that me, me, myself and you go to. It's not just the 90 minutes, isn't it? And like going to Rico Arenas is one of them. Yeah, it was a game. Probably don't remember so much about the game, but the actual opportunity to go to the Rico Arena makes it special. And I know what you mean. Well, moving on from your favourite game, if I was, um, was going to point you to your next match or to any match uh, in the world... Which one? What would be your dream match appointment? Um, I don't think you can look much further than the World Cup final, can you? If you were, uh, if you've been ambitious, I think that's the, the pinnacle of any referee's career internationally. Um, I think domestically, obviously, go FA Cup final. No, um, I, definitely, I couldn't disagree really with either. I know, I know, Luke uh, mentioned the Boca Juniors River Plate match, which which would be amazing. Yeah. Obviously, globally, the World Cup final is sort of the the pinnacle of um of football, really. And then, obviously, it is a weird one. And obviously, feel free to, 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 to avoid the question or to pass. But what, what's been your worst moment or your most challenging moment as a referee so far? Um, probably probably my first year as level four was, you know, big learning curves, um, some great experiences, some not so great experiences. Um, you know, quite early on, I, I'll talk openly about it. I had a, a challenging game. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't have a good game. And, you know, I could feel myself losing control of the match at the time. And... Uh, you know, the players could probably tell that and that probably made it worse. And, um, but I'm glad I had that game. And, um, yeah, there's some tough, you know, some tough experiences in that. And I couldn't wait for it to end. It was probably the longest match I've ever refereed in my life. It went on for about four hours, it felt like, even though it was just 90 minutes. But, uh, yeah, everything that could possibly, well, not go wrong, but every challenge that you could possibly envisage seemed to happen. And it wasn't just like, it was like a one thing after the other. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably the, the toughest experience to date. Um, oh, no, I know. Like, it, like, it's, you know, go on, carry on, mate. I'm, yeah, like I say, I'm glad, glad I had it because um, I've refereed both teams since that were involved in the game and uh, no, no such problems. So, um, and they don't remember me, which is which is probably quite good. So, you must have grown some facial hair um, in the time between <laughs> the two fixtures. Matt, it's like I said, I mean, I said to yourself and I say it to, to any match for sure, to myself, every sort of not bad game, but every challenging moment is good because it's a learning curve. And, you know, it's better to have these moments, you know, it's better to have these moments than progress to the World Cup final, like you said, and then have them there. It's better to learn yeah. from these moments. It's better to experience the bad because for every bad game, you have a really good one. And for every bad moment, you can learn from it and you can work on it, improve next time. But definitely, well, a bit more of a, a joyful or a bit of a better, a, a more exciting answer is what's been your best moment as a referee so far, if you had to just choose one? Um, I think I think like you know not maybe not a moment, but it's all the experiences and the people that you meet. And um, I don't think people realise that when you start refereeing, it's not just like you say, it's not just about on the pitch. There's so many opportunities in refereeing, and you can make a career out of it if you want to. And you not not even in terms of on the pitch. There's so many off the pitch careers in refereeing now as well. Uh, and I think that's you know massive motivation for someone like me that a, a lot of the stuff I'm doing in my personal life now is it revolves around refereeing off the pitch as well. Um, so yeah, some of the some of the opportunities I guess that it that it's brought me, um, that you just didn't think when you're just doing the course at 15. I oh, know, definitely. It's like um, 
I don't want to talk about myself too, which is like with me. Um, yeah, I, I referee some great games, but I've been to, like yourself, I've been to Premier League, um, English Football League grounds. I've worked with Football League assistant referees, Football League referees. I've done games in front of over a thousand people like yourself. Uh, you know, it's all these moments that you never anticipate when you take the course and you do your first, you know, under-15s game or your first Sunday league game. And the people you meet as well, like I've got many, many friends that I've made hopefully for life have come through refereeing and I'm sure you're in a very similar boat with that. And it is, it is, it is really sort of, it's really, it's weird because when you start, it's not your anticipation to create those moments and those memories, but you, you do and it's, it's sort of part of refereeing almost. But yeah, yeah, I think I'd have, to, I'd have to agree with you, mate. And um there's probably so many more opportunities out there that we don't even know exist at the moment as well, which is uh, which is really exciting. And uh, I think everyone's looking forward to getting back on the pitch. So. Oh, 100%. I mean, final question. Um, I've, I've passed my course today um, and I'm going to meet with you and you're going to give me one piece of advice for my career. What would what advice or what would that piece of advice be? What would you give me? Just enjoy it, I think, is, is the main thing. Just, just enjoy every game and every experience and... Um, challenge yourself you know don't stay in your comfort zone and try new new games or new leagues or whatever it may be or go to go to a meeting or join you know join up to these webinars that are online now or different things bits of bobs just immerse yourself in as much as you want to or feel comfortable to do um but you know at the same time don't don't obsess over it don't uh become too obsessed with it because at the end of the day uh it's not your it's not your job um so you've got to get that balance between enjoyment and um you know, whatever else is going on in your life as well. Um, it's a hobby, isn't it? It, it, it? It's a hobby, but you get yeah. paid for it sometimes and you get to meet really good people through it. And you get all exactly. the positives. I think a lot of referees, you know, probably guilty myself, make, make the mistake in the first few years of probably becoming a bit obsessed with it and trying to, you know, do too much of it and trying to progress maybe too fast or do different things. But, you know, just enjoy the experience and you'll get the games when you're meant to get them and you'll get promoted when you're meant to get promoted. And, you know, there's no rush. Uh, just, you know, just enjoy it, I think, is the main thing. No matter, you know, if you're 14 or 44, it doesn't matter. Just enjoy the games that you're doing. No, fantastic. Well, look, Joe, a massive thank you for coming on. Um, on a personal level, best of luck with your season. Uh, well, with your next season, I think it will be. Yes, mate. Um, with everything you do with the NYRDT, everything you do with the Referee Association, you know, I'm a massive supporter. I'm sure many people are. So best of luck with that. But thank you for coming on. And to the people that have listened to our podcast, I know this is our third one now. Thank you for listening. You know, we're, we're averaging really, really good views and I'm really happy with that. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you for the listeners. And Joe, thank you again for coming on, mate. And I wish you all the best going forward. Cheers, mate. All the best. Thank you. Have a good one.